I'm Steve. And this is Fish Out of Water. So why don't we tell our um, potential audience what we're here doing? Uh, well, you came uh, to me with this idea, and I thought it was an awesome idea, because you don't see too many podcasts or too many uh, chats about seizures. I know, right? And it's literally more common, and I hate saying this, it's more common than breast cancer. Yeah, it's it's very common. One of the things that a lot of people don't know is all the different types and all of the different ways a person's brain can seize. It's a very common thing. It's just so many have such different experiences that it's uh, not something that people really meet on too often. Not too many podcasts or anything like that. They're, it's a voice and it's also a way to talk about it. It's a way to reach an audience that I don't think is tapped all that much. No, especially since so many people have it, and who better to do it than to epileptics? Absolutely. Right? I started having... My seizures showed up when I was 12. No, 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 no. Sorry, scratch that. I think I was 10. I'm going to go with 10? <laughs> Why not? And so I have partial seizures, which is basically they look right. They look like I'm having a grand mal, um, minus, like, you know, peeing my pants. Um, which I'm really lucky with. Yeah, I get, I get those. We'll talk about me in a second. <laughs> yeah, I have partial, and they suck. It looks like I'm having a grand mal. A lot of people think that I'm not aware of anything when really all I can feel is pain, and I can see everything that's going on, and I can hear people freaking out, um, and you don't have that. No, I have full-on grand mal uh, tonic-clonic seizures. Wow. Which means I'm flopping around like a fish. Out of water. Out of water. <laughs> uh, gasping for breath. Uh, sometimes I'm conscious. Sometimes I'm not. I absolutely have pissed myself. Uh, Wait, you're sometimes con- Like, you vary, really? It varies a lot. Oh. The type of seizures I have and some of the reactions I have, uh, like my auras can uh, fluctuate. Also, my post-symptoms can fluctuate. It's a very odd thing, and nobody is quite sure why I'm having them in the first place. They've just sort of uh, chalked it up now to seizure condition. And Ugh. they've sort of treated it because there's not a whole lot they can do about it anyways. I'm sure they would like to know more specifically why I'm having them. Because I also had a very different experience. You started having them when you were young, yeah. which is common for epileptics. Mine, they were hesitant to even call it epilepsy. Uh, they're more or less saying seizure condition because it started in my 20s. Oh. And I didn't do a whole whack of drugs or anything like that. Um, and I do, or at least back then, I used to push myself a lot physically. And you will have people have seizures, uh, one-off seizure because of physical activity or stress-induced, things like that. But mine was continuous and it became a seizure condition that I actually had to take medication and correction for. But I get the full grand mal. I'm peeing myself sometimes, I'm flopping around on the ground, I'm biting my cheek, I'm biting my tongue, blood spewing out, all that kind of loveliness. Oh, wow. So it's nasty. I mean, I know I'm not very pretty when I have them, but uh, honestly, like, if I have, if there's, uh, if I'm watching a movie or a show or something and someone is having a seizure, like, I love House, right? Mm. But if someone started having a seizure, I had to look away. Like, I I had to full-on look away. And I remember um, my husband, Ben, he went, what? It's just a seizure. And I'm like, I don't know what I look like. And I never want to know. Like, Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what I look like. Uh, all I see is petrified looking faces when I come around. Uh, right. I'm sure my seizure... I'm always so scared. I feel so bad. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm sure my seizure face is a lot like my 
uh, ejaculation faces. Oh <laughs> it's probably a lot similar. Uh, I, I, I don't know. That's I wouldn't the... know what that... Oh, we're not together. <laughs> like, I don't know what that looks like at all. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's just me uh, theorizing. It probably doesn't, but you never know. It would be kind of horrifying if it was. Oh, God, your poor fiancé. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Steve and I met, what, like, ten years, nine years ago? Oh, my ago? God, it's been a while now. Yeah, I think I was, like, 19. We met at the dojo. Um, I, It's a self-defense dojo in downtown Victoria. And I started going because I was having kind of, like, a almost a PTSD sort of thing with a because of an ex-boyfriend. And um, I went for help because... I wanted to know how to get out of those situations, and Steve really helped me with that. Yeah, but, uh, my fiance uh, Jenny, she was awesome. She's uh, she really also um, excellent at those things, and it was a it was a wonderful experience because uh, I got to see actual results on someone who was very dedicated into making herself uh, a better person, and that's one thing I always admired is that you were always so incredibly directed in what you needed to do to make yourself happier. And that was awesome. <laughs> it wasn't a chore to teach you. It was a, it was a joy. And Aww. a lot of other people are chores to teach because <laughs> they only do a quarter of the work they should be doing and so on and so forth. And But you were always there. You were always in the front. You were always ready to go. And that was awesome. It was always great teaching you. You're, you're an excellent student. Oh, thank you. Can't say that about a lot of people. <laughs> and then, like, during group classes, I'm so annoyingly um, competitive. <laughs> I don't like being um, not as good as other people, and I honestly think that has a lot to do with seizures, like, with my past up Because there's, there's so many restrictions. Like, I'm not allowed to drive yeah. because I have um, one or two a month. Uh, they're usually nocturnal, seizure-wise, I mean. And that's kept me from so much and like I can't rock climb and I've always wanted to rock climb I can't fucking skydive or anything like that so knowing that I need to be like as good as other people or that I can do what other people can it's it that's always mattered a lot to me it it puts serious uh crimps on your lifestyle for the longest time while they're trying to figure out uh what was wrong with me there was a lot of issues trying to figure out what I can do, what I can't do, and are the medications working? Because I went through a slew of medications before they went back to the one of the first ones, which, and we're going to do future episodes, and we're going to talk about medication a lot. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it, it, this is more of an introductory day. Yeah. Um, but medication is a whole thing in itself. Luckily, I got a bit of history with, uh, I'm not acting as a nurse, but I've got all the training of a nurse. I did all four years education. Uh, my current job is in mental health, but it's uh, I did all the nursing training. I'm very familiar with medication. I can look it up and I can understand what they're talking about when they're talking about certain issues with medication. Yeah. Um, medication for seizures um, kind of sucks. We'll, we'll start with that. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks for sure. It's so annoying. It's like a cocktail that I'm on right now. It's yeah. so frustrating. And they're still not managed. It's... Yeah, it's, it, luckily, mine right now is pretty managed. Um, if I have a day where I'm feeling, uh, I'm getting auras or, and we'll, we'll talk about auras too, but uh, uh-huh. a lot. Uh, but uh, my auras are very specific. Uh, they do change as well over time. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and did a little research on that. The major thing is that I'm a little more stable in that sense than even you. Even though when I do have one, it's brutal. 
It's incredibly brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I may be down for a while, but I can drive. I'm able to drive and I'm able to, uh, live a little bit more of that part of life. But there were certainly times where I was not allowed to drive and they were asking me. They didn't quite go to the length of taking my license away, but they did ask me uh, to not drive for six months and see if I could be seizure free for six months. And did uh, you? For the most part. <laughs> Until, you know, it's just damn inconvenient, uh, like incredibly inconvenient. And I would only do it on uh, periods where I was felt quite safe. The major things is always listening to your body and being hyper attentive to your oh, body. You really do. It's, really it's, and to. it becomes tiring. Yeah. And you have to think about like, oh, it, it sucks when it puts other people out though. And when, um, I don't know about you, but I can be, I just call it epilepsy tired. Suddenly I'm just wiped. It's not that I did anything necessarily active or I even have like a really straining day. All of a sudden I'll just be like, I don't. I, I have to go to bed. I'm just absolutely drained. And it can suck because, like, I'll, I'll, I've had plans to go to the movies with Ben before. And I think we were going to see The Hobbit or something. And so this was a while ago. And I warned him, like, I'm feeling epilepsy tired. He's like, that's okay. I fell asleep in the theater. I It's a loud movie. And I fell asleep in the theater. I woke up to Gollum screaming. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> child. <laughs> it was my precious! Like, he'd just taken the ring or something, and I'm like, I was looking forward to that scene! Can you rewind it? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it could be uh, side effects from the meds, and yep. some of it is just the condition itself. Yeah. And uh, we'll, on future episodes, and I'll maybe touch on it today, uh, post-epileptic issues. Yeah. And they can vary as well. Uh, just trying to research it, it's like, oh my god, there's so many different ways this thing can go. And uh, it also can change. That's one thing I found out. You can start off one type of seizure and actually transform into partial of another. 100%. That is an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to move into not perfectly named yet fun fact corner? Sure. Let's awesome. do Let's do some fun facts. Maybe not so fun facts. <laughs> Oh, well, most An of unfortunate my, fact. Unfortunate <laughs> fact. <laughs> Eating after a seizure or trying to communicate after a seizure, everybody wants to do something, and sometimes you don't want them to do those things. For instance, uh, if you're a known epileptic and you know that your seizures last X amount of time, and it, by the end of it, you'll, you'll do your ride, you'll do your flippity flop on the ground, <laughs> and at the end of it... Just send you home, put you to bed. It sounds That's, like a white person dance move. It really is. <laughs> and I'm sure I walk. look like that when I dance, because I'm a horrible dancer. Just your, your vertical when you're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm standing up. I might as well be on the ground and flopping around. The One of the facts is like everybody wants to do something for you, which is wonderful, but they all think that thing is calling ambulance and getting an ambulance there to take you home or to take you to hospital because you need to be treated. Because, of course... Yeah. Why wouldn't you need to be treated? You're having a seizure. You're, you look horrible. You, you smell horrible because you just pissed yourself, you know, and you uh, are bleeding out of the mouth because you just chewed off part of your tongue, right? Technically, they can't do anything. They'll say, hey, do you need some Ativan? And I'm like, no, I hate Ativan. It uh, messes with my mind. And they'll be like, okay, off you go. And uh, if you're, for instance, down in the States, I had one down in the States with the military once. And... Uh, 
they charge you for everything. That little, one little ride with the uh, ambulance, them just looking at me, that was going to cost me a thousand dollars. Holy shit! Yeah, just because they had to send me, even though there was technically nothing they could do. So oh. that little trip, one thousand dollars. Luckily, the military covered that, so that was okay. But uh, here in Canada, uh, that stuff would be covered, and it's not such a big deal. But the problem is, is that you're still disrupting an entire part of your life. The, honestly, all you need is sleep. The only time uh, for me specifically, uh, and for a lot of other people, that you need to be sent to the hospital is if your seizure is going on longer than a few minutes and if you have multiple seizures. So if you have more than one in a row, then send me to the hospital. And if I uh, have an extended seizure, then yeah, send me to the hospital. They're going to need to put some Ativan in me and uh, get me uh, a little blasted and then basically stop those things. Um, it's the only time. Otherwise, please just let me do that, and uh, I'll call my parents when I can talk again. Yeah. And uh, they'll pick me up. So, basically, the fun fact is car crash effect and the healthcare in the States sucks. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it really does. They spend more per capita per person than anywhere else, and they have the least to show for it. Thanks, Trump. Oh, that's that's been around longer than Trump. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but still, <laughs> I just want to throw out that he sucks ass. <laughs> Um, he, I gotta say, his average talking face does look like a seizure face. God, so that's <laughs> not his say. coming face. Oh, can you imagine if that is? That's, that's his, oh, you're so good. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that is a face that, you know, oh, I that's don't a winner. Oh, my God. I'm sure that attracts women all over the world. Yeah, right. Famous epileptic. So I found out Prince had epilepsy as a kid. He went on record saying, I've never spoken about this before, but I was born epileptic and I used to have seizures when I was young. He said this on a late night talk show in 2009. He said, uh, my mother and father didn't know what to do or how to handle it, but they did their best and did what they could with what little they had. Then he claimed that one day he walked up to his mom and said, I'm not going to be sick anymore. And she asked, how do you know that? And he said, an angel told him so. So sure enough, he actually became cured of his epilepsy. He talked about being teased. And um, there's speculation that he had simple partial seizures. But that's just one article that I read. And it seemed the most legit. But it was I had a really difficult time trying to find what kind of seizure he had. Doctors will have a hard time finding out what kind of seizure people have. Yeah, sometimes they'll slap the label epilepsy on there. Yeah, because like, it's easiest because the medication's the same. Yeah. Uh, and so whether it's one region or another, they kind of treat it for the most part the same. Uh, what I read was that temporal lobe seizures, are, which are focal seizures, uh, so it's a specific area. Yeah. Uh, but in the temporal lobe, they can often have uh, symptoms uh, that include uh, euphoria, include things like... Uh, uh, seeing deities or uh, gods and having uh, influences like that. So hmm. that actually sounds like it might have been a temporal lobe seizure. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could have grown out of mine. That would have been awesome. But he was born with it. Yeah. So, I th yeah, that's... Where's my angel? I want yeah. an angel to come to me and say, like, you're cured now. And I can walk up to my dad and be like, okay, so it's been long enough, but it's all gone now. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? I know. Road trip. And Honestly, I get to drive. I would be dumping the medication so fast. 
I know, right? Oh, interesting side fact on uh, my particular medication, which is Tegretol, uh, medical name Carbamazepine. Oh, I was on Tegretol. That was the first one yeah. I was on. Yeah, they put everybody on it. It's one of the cheapest ones that they can put you on. And it's also the go-to initially because if it works, great. Because that one's uh, one of the better ones to be on. It still has a load of side effects, but mm -hmm. its side effects aren't as extreme as some other ones. Yeah. I've been on ones where I could barely talk oh my God. and count to 10. Uh, the uh, But carbamazepine's not so bad. Uh, it could definitely be worse. And every time I get pissy, I uh, not literally pissy because yeah, I'm pissing you get, myself, uh, but uh, <laughs> I get a little annoyed with the whole thing. I've got to remember, okay. Yeah, I could be on a medication that's far worse, yeah, and my life sure. could be even more restricted. So, all things considered, my life's not all that restricted, uh, luckily. That's but, good. But yeah, carbamazepine is one of those ones that's uh, an interesting medication. By the way, don't stick a spoon in people's mouth. No, or wallets, or whatever. No, or don't whatever. do that. Don't shove shit in my mouth, no, man. No, don't, don't turn me on to my side. At least not me personally. Oh, no. You're going to have a hard time moving me around at, at the best. Just protect my head. I Don't appreciate that. Don't restrain me. Don't yeah. restrain me. Yeah, Opposite. exactly. Please, do not restrain me. That's like the... No. Oh, I'm so sore after those at the best of times when people uh, try to do stuff that's, you know, like, do this, do this. I know, it's like, like I saw this on a show from the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, right. It, Dr. It Cover, there's a nuclear bomb practice. coming. Like, no, it's going to do as little as that. I'm not going to swallow my tongue. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're not going to yeah. swallow your tongue. Yeah, Don't you, put you your can't. In my mouth. You can choke on your own spit. You can choke on the blood because you chewed off half your face. Yeah, that can happen, but you're not going to swallow your tongue. Yeah. And uh, anything like that. Now, the recovery position, putting people to the side, is good for after the seizure. Yeah. So people that are thinking that, you're almost right, uh, but you're not quite. Yeah. Like, do not <laughs> move me after because I feel so nauseous. I've never once. No, no, I have thrown up post seizure, but. That was something else. I actually had like a flu. Yeah. But I feel like I'm gonna barf after a seizure. So the last thing I want to do is move. Yeah. So yeah, like don't touch yeah. me. I'm, I also get cranky. Uh, my I get a little. Well, you just had a seizure. Of yeah. You're I, get I get very pissed and very uh, depressed. There's also a, a a thing that happens for a lot of people that have seizures. Uh, it's called a sense of doom. Yes. Is the, is the best way that. I've seen it done. I call it a horror flash. Yeah. And, and, and you can sort of describe it in many ways because people sort of interpret things differently, especially emotions. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I know what it is, so I can kind of ignore it, but it's there. When you feel it, you feel like, kind of like the world's going to end. Yeah, and I'm about to die. 100% this is a serial killer, like about to kill me right now. Yeah, Absolutely any, any terrifying. of those kind of feelings. And it is legitimately a strong feeling. It's very hard to explain to people. And they say, oh, you just feel bad? You need something? And it's like, no. It's like, time. no. One of the scariest things I find about pain in general is that no matter how well you try and describe it to people that suffer from the same thing as you even, no one understands the pain that you are in. Yeah, everybody's totally different. Yeah, but... And seizures are individualized. Even if you have something that's generally the same, uh, they're very similar in certain respects and then totally different in others. I know. It's, it's like, oh, you have epilepsy? Me too. And it's like, that doesn't mean we're at the same at all, though. Like, only, we've only got this four, one thing in common. Yeah. Only 14% of people actually smell almonds or some other thing. Only almonds? Four, almonds oh my is God. one of them. I thought it was uh, toast. I don't even know what almonds smell. I can't even smell Can you almonds. smell an almond? No, no, I guess you really have to sliver it open. Yeah, but uh, smelling is one of those uh, symptoms. you got to remember that the brain 
has regions that do different things and control different things like smell. And if your uh, epilepsy, your thunderstorm in your head is not reaching those areas, you're not going to have symptoms in those areas. So it's one of those things that's very specific yeah. to people. If your thunderstorm is reaching everything, well, who knows what you're going to feel. It could be just about anything. But if you've got a very focal seizure and it's temporal lobe, for instance, you're going to have very specific symptoms. And it could be another area, that different side of your temporal lobe, and boom, you got different ones. Why don't we talk about the beginning of our epilepsy? Can you tell me about the day your epilepsy showed up? Ah, it was an odd one. I was, <laughs> uh, I think I was even in uniform. I was talking, uh, I was just at home with my parents, and I was talking to them in the living room, and I was standing up, and I started to uh, slur a little bit, and they were asking me to repeat what I said. Uh, this I was in about 24 at the time. I, I've sort of measured on a day, like, if I could reverse time, I would probably go to just like a year before I had a seizure. Because I'd be 23, perfect age to stay forever, right? And uh, also at my healthiest, where I hadn't had seizures or anything. And I was standing there talking to my parents. And I started repeating uh, one of my words. And I don't remember what we were talking about. We were watching TV. They were sitting on the couch. And they were kind of like, what was that? Then next thing I know, uh, I'm waking up on the floor. There's a pool of blood around my mouth. Uh, I pissed myself. And there's a whole bunch of fire department there because, you know, first responders. Okay. Right? They, you call 911 and ask for something for a medical. It's whoever gets there first. Yeah. And quite often it's the fire department. Oh. And uh, especially since where I lived at the time, the uh, fire department was literally like three blocks away. So they were there first. Uh, and they all looked kind of terrified. And I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> well, if they're scared. <laughs> why are they scared? They, they fight fires. They're typically not scared of shit. Uh <laughs> And then I'm looking around, and they were kind of directing me, and I couldn't talk. It was, like, totally out of it. Couldn't talk, couldn't express, and setting up felt so tired. I couldn't believe how tired I felt. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I gathered from after the fact is that I had been seizing for a while, and they first responders couldn't do anything, and then they got uh, ambulance there, and then I had stopped. How it looked, couldn't tell you. Uh, they didn't really talk about it that much. They just said I had a seizure. Um, and yeah, I was doing the flippity flop. So the, uh, it was a very surreal experience. I didn't understand what was happening at the time, which was kind of one of the weirdest aspects of it. It's like, okay, what the hell is happening to me? It, it really didn't make any sense. And I was thinking to myself, I haven't done any drugs lately. <laughs> you know, like, what, why am I having a seizure? You know, once I could get to that point. And then after that, I started being a little resistant to them taking me away to the hospital because I kind of figured I don't need to go to the hospital. I feel better now because I'm apparently a stubborn ass. <laughs> and that's one thing I have heard a few times. So, this is before the medication. Oh, before the medication, <laughs> I was a stubborn ass. I, I've been a stubborn ass for a while. <laughs> I'm sure a few people will attest to that. But yeah, that was my first day. And then I went to the, uh, it was a Easter weekend. I do remember that. So, of course, nothing was running. They wanted to run a whole whack of tests because they needed to find out exactly what was wrong with me. Right. MRIs, CTs, uh, a lot of ECGs, uh, and so forth. They did every test, but that all happened on the Monday. This was like the Saturday. Oh. And so oh. they couldn't do anything for me because, of course, everybody was on holiday. And so I was just sort of... MRIs shouldn't be on holiday. Like, people need those. Yeah, but I wasn't about to, like 
croak right then. So they okay. figured they could wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a whole lot of stuff attached to me, a lot of uh, monitoring equipment and things like that. And it was just sitting there and waiting for several days. And then they did about a week's worth of tests. And then they sort of shrugged their shoulders and said, you have some kind of seizure event. We're gonna, here's some medicine. I'm like, okay, but what happened? They're like, well, there's no tumors. There's no uh, things that we can directly see. See, the hardest thing is any soft tissue doesn't show up too well on a lot of scans. Right. And just about any kind of blip could be the problem, but there's not much that they can tell. So if it grows, they can take it out, possibly. But if it doesn't grow or if it doesn't do any particular thing, it could be like scarring is one of those things, or you have one particular artery in your brain that blows, but it's not a full stroke. It's just a particular area that no longer gets fed properly. That could be the reason. So there's a lot of reasons that can happen. A lot of it is in soft tissue because it's in the brain. So that doesn't show up. So there's not a whole lot they can do about it, unfortunately. So that's basically what they said. And they just sort of shrugged and said, here's some Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't happen again. And it did, of course. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that was the first time I had a seizure. I was was 24 at the time. Wow. I was... I'm going to say 10 because two years later I got a dog and I was 12 when I got a dog. So, <laughs> so you have that. You have that, that part story. I remember. Right. So I do remember it was November 23rd and I was at my computer. Well, my dad's computer. And I was, you know, that, that application um, paint, you know. That MS you, paint? Yeah. Like you would, everyone would draw those colonial houses oh, on right. them. Okay. So I was like drawing with paint and my sister was in the living room with me, and all of a sudden, my right arm just kind of, like, stopped working. And I didn't freak out, because I'd been getting these headaches for months before, like, bad ones, like migraines. And I knew my dad was kind of worrying about me. So I, rather than being like, oh my god, Papa's always going on, I just thought, like, well, that's kind of weird. And then I, like, looked at my sister... And said, hey, can you turn off the computer for me? My arm doesn't work. And she went, okay. Because I guess in the way I said it, like, it's clearly not a big deal. And then, like, I had to go to the bathroom. And I had to go through the kitchen to get to the bathroom. My dad was in the kitchen. And I I smiled at my dad. And I guess the right side of my face had also decided to not work anymore. That sounds more like a stroke. Right? So I smile at my dad. And I guess... I only half smiled. It must have been horrifying because his face just went white. Like he was terrified. So when I saw him being like, he's going to pee his pants. He's so scared. His baby is sick. I got scared and burst into tears and threw up. So I don't know if I threw up because of fear or because of what was going on in my brain. I have no idea. Um, and then my dad's going like, oh no, this happens to everyone. Like it happens to me <laughs> all not. the time. And I mean, like total bullshit. But I mean, I would say this to my kid, right? I, I get what he was doing now. He sticks himself in the head with a knife. Or yeah, something. yeah. I was just like, no, this totally happens to me all the time. It's happened to me in the past when I was your age, that sort of thing. And then he brought me to the hospital and I waited for four hours, and I'm starting to be able to move my arm again. We waited four hours at this tiny little hospital in Brentwood. And when they saw me, they were like, I don't know. You need to go to the, like, big hospital in Victoria. You need to go to VGH. And, which, thinking back, like, you probably should have done that. But that was a far away from home. We went home again for some reason, and I slept. And I had this, I remember having this horrible nightmare that 
my arm had to be amputated. Oh no. To this day, besides Harry, my son, getting sick or something happening to him, getting my arm amputated is like my biggest fear. Like, it just, it just freaks me out. So we went to the hospital and I met my mom there and her boyfriend and my dad's girlfriend there and they ran some tests and my arm is still like really weak and I remember we were in like the ER part or the ICU part and I'm with like the crankiest doctor I'd ever met and my dad and my eyes started going like back and forth like really really fast and I tried to hide it from my dad because I mean he's got enough going on and I'm like looking out for my dad and he sees it and he's like are you doing that on purpose and I went no and then I had my first like seizure and it was so much smaller than they are now like basically my right arm turned into a fist and kind of just like went up and down uncontrollably for about 20 seconds if that I was feel I was able to talk through the entire thing I was just like what's going on and then I threw up again and then they discharged me and it was just terrifying and honestly looking back I feel so bad for my dad Caesar's can be a symptom of a lot of things yeah and his mom died of a brain aneurysm when oh, he no. was eight just the, the experience of your way you're saying it sounds so much like a stroke I know right it's it's horrifying and like the sickest Harry's ever been is the Norwalk virus, and I was practically in tears because I was so scared yeah. for my baby. So here's his daughter, who could very well be dying. Who knows? What the hell is going on with her? I, he must have just been so scared, and he handled it so well. Like, I've literally wanted to apologize for him. Like, I'm so sorry I scared you so bad. Turns out I had what they thought was one lesion in my brain, in the left side of my brain. And then when I was 13, I had brain surgery. So they opened me up and they found seven more. Um, and they were only able to remove half of one. So although um, my seizures are now further apart, they are more violent. So it's like, can't give you everything you want. So they'll just be way more painful, but you'll only get them once or twice a month. So that is the history of my seizures. It, it's kind of interesting, like, you have more than I do, but you have a specific cause that you can point to. In some ways, that can be very calming in the sense that I know exactly what's there, what's wrong. But at the same time, you're affected far more by them than I am. Like, I am able to do some of the things that you can't, like drive, mm-hmm. uh, for instance. So there's so many pros and cons with the different types. Like, this one will cause this much. Like, there's, there's seizures where people just kind of shut down. It's like you turn the power off or you know, a few seconds, and then you turn it back on. Yeah. Those ones, people don't realize they're having a seizure sometimes. They're just not paying attention or something. And then it kind of goes undiagnosed because the person with the seizure thinks they're starting off like right where they were before, more or less. Mm -hmm. And those people tend to get into car accidents far more and they get their license stripped because they don't have auras. They just sort of shut down. Yeah. Oh, for those of you who don't know what an aura is, it's like a warning you get before you have a seizure. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of terminology we're going to yeah. have to clarify as we go. Like we said, this is our first one, and this is uh, going to be a lot of fun, I think. I yeah, think be I think so, too. Great, and I'm really happy to hear uh, you, the audience, 
your experiences if you wish to share them and also uh, questions. Yeah. Because we got good resources. We got someone who's a neurosurgeon. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil who it is. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to talk about that later at yeah. another point. But Absolutely. We want your ideas for themes of an episode. If you want to shout out to someone that you think really deserves... Uh, I mean, for everyone that has epilepsy, you're all very brave. Shout outs to all of us. All the fish out of water. Yeah. <laughs> so, all the filthy flops. Yeah, all the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to the fish. <laughs> so long. I think I'm a fish. trout. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a dolphin. No, that's not a fish. That's a that's mammal. A Can I be a shark? It's quite a mammal. I want to be a shark. You want to be a shark. Baby shark. shark. I'm a little shark. I'm a very little shark. You can be the red-tailed shark I had as a pet for a long time. Can I be that shark that they found that's like 589 years old or something in like Iceland or whatever? Can I be yeah, that? Greenland shark. Greenland, yes, Greenland. Yeah, I want to be that forever. shark. How is that real in the Loch Ness Monster? You may not want to be there. Uh, as sharks go, it's, it, it, it looks like poo. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty ugly. At least the great It looks like a sausage awesome. with a kind of circular mouth on it. It, it, it really isn't a pretty, pretty uh, shark as sharks go. Yeah. <laughs> so yes you can send us emails at fishoutofwater101 at outlook.com you can follow me on instagram at live.wigan carswell w-i-g-e-n c-a-r-s-w-e-l-l i apologize i know that's long and feel free to direct message me if you have any questions that you want me to try and answer or hey if you have a not so fun fact or you have ideas as to what to name that corner that'd be great <laughs> And shout out to the cat Alex on my lap, who has been very quiet this entire time. Uh, I think cats are awesome. I also think that uh, I'm a dog person. <laughs> I'm totally a dog person. This one just happens to be sitting on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cats are awesome. I'm highly allergic, so I'm keeping well away. That's probably a good idea. Luckily, Liv keeps a clean house, so. Well. <laughs> okay, you want to try our sign-off? Yeah. All right. Now, this is just the, the first of many. We're going to do so many different subjects. Don't worry. This is basically to say hi, you, the public, the awesome audience out there. How do you like this for a sign-off? Carpe diem. Get it? Get it?